Hello and welcome to the first live edition of the Inner Miami Show. I'm one half of your uh, your live co-hosting duo, Brandon Griffin, and with me as always, modeling his unboxed pink hoodie. Oh wait, I was right. It's a jacket. Is Mr. Mike Longan? How are you, man? Well, we're gonna get into this this so-called jacket because if it's raining i wouldn't wear it outside and to me that's the number one indicator of a jacket is you can wear it outside in foul weather and this mm. isn't that this is a wonderful Ugh. zip up terry cloth sweater that is not what i would call a jacket but besides that i'm wonderful uh super excited to go live today uh looking forward to some guests you know popping in maybe dropping a message unfortunately Detroit has let us down. So Detroit Lions about 20 minutes ago were up 24 to 7. And now it's tied 24-24. So I think that's going to impact visitors today. But yeah, we'll see what happens. And we're gonna we're gonna hope for the best that one of these teams starts whooping bud and, and people jump start jumping in. Oh, we do have our yeah. first comment. Ooh, uh Joe, thank is. you for thank you for listening. Appreciate first you jumping in with the today. night. There he is. Mr. Joker. Not his oh. real name, by the way. And we are going to show a Joker video uh, picture later today in the show. We're we excited are. to do that. So Joker is a friend of the uh, the the show and someone who we've stolen quite a few videos for. I'm uh, sorry, pictures from. So excited for this. Yeah. So with that said, like let's let's dive right into it uh, with our first topic. And you know we normally start off with transfer transfer rumors. We don't have a lot of transfer rumors to talk about this week, but we do have the addition of somebody really really important i think coming up and that's mr diego gomez who is tearing it up on u22 duty with uh paraguay uh what is it three goals in in two games three three goals in two games i think this is super interesting now i think there's a lot of asterisks right here he's playing u23 ball he's competing against u23 that does it's different than playing you know at the same you know level as well frankly as playing with messi uh and also, Messi I think played I, U22 at some point. That was a long, 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 long time. About 15 yeah, years ago. But it doesn't, math it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that there's not somebody good playing U22 no, right no, now. No, But again, the way to discount I, his accomplishments. That's great. I, I but I think you can you can it's great what he's doing, but I don't think you necessarily say it transfers immediately to club level club level ball. And the other thing I want to say here is, and I feel like bad. I shouldn't just jump to negative. It's fantastic what he's doing. If you haven't seen some of these goals he's scored, they're they're bangers. Like they're fantastic. Mm -hmm. He's he's playing great. But again, it's U twenty. You say U twenty two. I thought it was U twenty three. But it's it's Olympic level. It's Whatever. Olympic level ball. And I think the other thing that concerns me is there's certain players who play great for their country and play not as great for for club. And and your favorite American, Christian Pulisic, is probably one of those top guys. You always think is more of a country guy than a club guy. Mm, I have no, Christian Pulisic just isn't that good. Yeah, that's I knew you'd go there. Yeah, but that's what I, it is. He's I'm found his level at Serie A, and he's tearing it up there. I he's am. Just, he wasn't EPL. He wasn't an yeah. EPL player. I opened this box for you to go on against against Captain America, and you just jumped right in. Let's let's come out of there. It's fine. Oh, you can't did. you can't respect what he's done for America. And I get that. What's but, he done uh, for America? I mean, he scored goals. When we won the gold cup, wow. Hey, Nations League, Gold Cup. He's we got trophies. Won both those trophies without him. Mm, you are a very negative person. Is do you still not need a, a hug? Person. He's not that you're, good. 
listen, I, I'm sorry that you're losing your manager. I, I know he's done so much for you. I don't know I why you bring that up. Yeah, because you seem very angry about this, and I just feel like we need to get into it. So, so our, our, I'm just you, know, telling, you yeah. said it before. Some of our new viewers may not know that you are a diehard Liverpool man. And yep. yeah, it's oh wow, Joe, Joe calling you out is the first Roast bad me. hot take of the night. Anyway, I can't so wait to put that on the short. We'll see what happens. Can, can I go back to Diego Gomez, or do you want to stay on wherever you're going with us? You, the one who took us to Jurgen Klopp. So please, by all means, let's okay, keep so. this on Diego Gomez. I, I just am concerned he hasn't played all that great in a black and pink jersey. He's mm -hmm. having a, he's having a tear, right? And I hope this tear means that he's in form. He comes back to first team duties. He, he plays you know the last two games of preseason. And we see this great midfielder show up. And frankly, as we'll cover in a minute, we could use midfielders all of a sudden. But mm -hmm. I am just very concerned that he didn't show up great last season. He came in supposedly in form. Not a great showing. And, and I'm worried it's not going to translate. So I am tentatively excited here. Like, I want this to be a success. I want this to translate. But I'm not just all of a sudden jumping on the Diego Gomez bandwagon. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Mike V. Look at that one. Bizarro. Great. I, 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 Bizarro Listen, Bizarro I think with IMCF ever. So, like, right now, that's 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 not even a hot take. That is just a valid fact. So, you know, I, I think with with Gomez, um, I don't think we we've seen enough of him to really make a judgment. I will admit that what we've seen so far has not been good. Um, but I also I also think it's hard to integrate as a midfielder um, into a team where everybody was basically has basically played together for a while. Um, you know, I, I think he's young he's got some potential and in him playing well for his country just bodes well for him coming into camp and we get to see what he can really do and if he can play great if he can't you know see you later but um you know i think i think it'll be telling the first first couple games of the season because as we mentioned uh we we need the midfielders to perform can, can we just take a moment to recognize mike v's takes like Hot takes of the night. We got a, a Yola, better than Diego Gomez. Matweedy, better than better than Gomez. These are these are some takes. That Those are something. I, even I, I, and I'm the king of bad takes at the, on this show. I can't even compete against them. So, Mike V, power to you. You run on those. Let's get on to the next thing we want to cover. Yeah. So next thing, unfortunately, is uh, you know. Everybody's favorite homegrown, Benja Kramashi. Um, he's going to be sidelined for the next two to three months. Um, he had a sports hernia surgery. I think it was either Thursday or Friday. And um, so he's going to be at, going to be out for three to four or probably, probably closer to three months, um, which, which is really unfortunate because, um, you know, he, he was one of the guys who greatly benefited from playing with Messi and, and co and you know seeing what he could do this season uh was going to be pretty crucial for his development because um I, I personally don't think he's long for this league i think he's got enough upward potential that he he can make a move and he's he's kind of at the right age but he's got to show more consistency and so this is going to hurt those chances but um what do you what are you feeling about that mike 
first off, let's start with I feel horrible for the guy, for the kid. I, I, I we're all yeah. Ben Hoff fans. It's it's hard not to be a fan of his. I know, kind of going back to US men's national team, some people felt he was called up to that team way too soon. And and I'm honestly not gonna get into that. But reality is this is an up-and-coming kid. We want to be see successful. It 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 does stink, but also it's only two to three months. You know, if you look at it, it's it's happening first week of February. So it's February, March, April. He's back in training uh, May. He's playing June. He's on the squad for Leagues Cup in July. You know, I, I it's not the end of the world. I don't want to, like, jinx and say it could be worse. But the reality is it could be a lot worse. Uh, hopefully this is just, you know, they didn't really say, hey, this happened. Hopefully it's just kind of one of those things that just randomly happened. Uh, it's not good. But we have a loaded, loaded midfield. Uh, it's kind of it, – there's a nice balance here that Diego Gomez is kind of ha- playing really well when Ben Ha – this happens to Ben Ha. So I do think this is a chance for some players to get on the pitch. You know, we saw Ben Ha. He was in the starting lineup for the first preseason game. If I recall correctly, first or second. But he started um, – I think he's he want, they want him part of his club. But there's others that are really willing, willing to step into his place. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, my guy to watch um, with this injury update is going to be uh, David Ruiz. I think this is kind of his opportunity to really, really shine. And I, I think we we can possibly see like a double double pivot with him and Busquets, kind of freeing Busquets to play a little bit higher up the pitch and pass um, into Suarez and Messi, um, which I think would be really awesome. Um, but I do also think that you have Kramashi out for – for a lot longer <laughs> than than I would expect him to. You have him coming back in July. Um, I, I would guess he's probably back playing in May. Well, so, uh, so they, said two to three, they said two to three months. I was assuming that's two to three months to be actively playing, and then he needs some kind of get back into it time. So he could be on a training pitch in two to three months, but mm-hmm. I'm not assuming he's first team capable. I would uh, guess he's. I, I would guess he probably it's two or three months until we see him back playing. Um, with the sports hernia surgery, he's pretty young. He should be able to bounce back quick. Um, you know, and that's something I'm not a medical expert, but that's something I know I've seen other players go through and they're able to kind of keep their fitness while, while recovering. Um, so hopefully that's the case in this case. So I'm saying it's not so bad if he's back in July, if he's back in May, it's even better, right? Like there's no complaints. And and then again, throw out there, it's a loaded midfield. So Gressel is listed Mm -hmm. as a midfielder. Uh, We still, I mean, there's still that recurring Medina. I haven't seen an update on Medina. So he's another midfielder. Medina, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Palavico or Palavico or something. We're we're really loaded. You guys said, you said Ruiz. And the Mm -hmm. fact is, if you look at any of our tactical lineups, you know, if we're playing like essentially a 5-2 front three or something like that, 5-3-2, You've already got Busquets as a guaranteed spot in the midfield. There's not a lot of playing time for 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 Kramaski in reality. Like there's going to be a starter, yeah. and that's going to be it. So I just don't see this as being horrible for the club, horrible for the kid. But again, it's only two to three months, and as you said, with this kind of this kind of injury, you can train somewhat through it. You can stay in shape. So I just don't want to see like the sky is falling on this one uh, again. Said again a few times, but I also don't want to jinx it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, and and when we kind of found out about this was um, when the team announced their travel roster, 
for the for the Saudi trip or and you know the Japan leg coming up next. And so it was um Ash, we hope so. I I think that would be a major move in the right direction if we bring in Christian. So it's Medina. still it's still a rumor at this point. But the but um it's big rumors. Yeah, the rumors have kind of quieted down a little bit. Um I haven't seen as much traction online as I did um you know three weeks ago or whatever when when we were pretty hopeful that it was going to get done i think there's still a possibility it happens but we'll see there's a lot of things in the air right now with the injury to farius now now this uh with with uh benjo so we'll see um but yeah so travel squad was announced a lot of really great um i thought a lot of really great additions um to the squad um you know i loved seeing a lot of the young guys getting call-ups um you know i was a little um little surprised in the first couple games we didn't get to see our new new homegrowns um izzy and um and tyler hall and and guys like that on the roster but we did get to see tyler hall added um you know, the center back we've covered pretty, pretty heavily. Nicholas Freire, um, he was added to the squad and is there were actually pictures of him training in Saudi Arabia, which was really cool. And um, we added super draft pick uh, Yannick Bright, who I think um, played CDM in college, but kind of projects more as a right back or a, a left back in, um, in MLS. So it'll be interesting to see him develop. And then um, Schneider Borgelin. Um, added to the squad as well as uh, the glass man himself, Robbie Robinson. So, so I'm excited for a few of these picks, right? Like Yannick Bright. All of a sudden, we got a kid who was playing college ball 90 days ago. You know, three months, three four months ago, is now on an Airbus, and I want to talk about this Airbus in a second. But is on an Airbus with Messi to Saudi Arabia. So I think that's hugely exciting for him. Uh, I want to see how he plays. You know, obviously, we haven't seen it yet. I love my boy Robbie Robinson making the trip. I know he did have that hamstring injury, so I, I'm hoping we get and see him some playing time. Uh, you know, I think the other the other piece is who didn't make it. Stefanelli, we've heard he's going to go on loan. He's didn't make it, and then obviously Stefanelli's. Uh, I heard that was a permanent transfer. I did not hear alone transfer. Yeah, but either way, I don't think it's been. I don't think they've done the as far as I can remember. And it's been a long weekend, but as far as I can remember, that we haven't seen the "thank you for your time" yet. Uh, no, post, that hasn't so. come yet. But um, and for those of you who do, who may not know, he's pretty heavily linked to um, Everton in Chile. So that move is is most likely going to happen. And then obviously Kramaski uh, taken off the roster as well. By the way, for those watching live, if you're paying attention to us over the. American football NFC championship. Just going to give you a quick update. San Francisco has scored a field goal, so they've now taken the lead. So we're trying to take, you know, f- trying to take care of everyone who's watching, taking time to watch us live. We're watching the NFL game on the background for you, just in case. Yeah. Mike is watching the NFL on the background. I, I could care less. Hey, I just, I just care about, well, frankly, I care about San Francisco winning because they have better food than Detroit, but that's just my reasoning here. There you go. But yeah, um, you know, it's pretty cool to see the training pictures from Saudi Arabia the team's been posting. Um, it's just neat to see the guys guys working up. Um, I loved seeing uh, – oh, there you go with spoilers. 
but I love seeing like there was a picture of Ryan Saylor like training with you know doing some strength training, which was pretty cool because we all know we all love Ryan I mean, Saylor I, on the show. But I've loved the pictures coming from this trip because they've shown so much stuff in the background. They, so I guess cool. it was it was your boy uh, your boy Suarez's birthday, so they showed him on the plane. By the way, I just have to take two seconds. That was a nice plane they went on. Now they usually take those Allegiant Air charters domestically. That was a custom Airbus A340. Like I was trying to Google, like what does this cost? I found one place that said a trip, like a standard ticket on a plane like this, is like a seventy-five thousand dollar ticket. I'm sure, obviously, that's not what they're paying. But this was a nice plane. The Saudi Arabia trip clearly is paying well. I am gonna guess that Inter Miami did not pay for that plane. Yeah, uh, private Saudi plane. Yeah, of Saudi Arabia paid for that that plane. So well, they, had the, they had the pictures of today the where they had the down the hallway. They're coming out. It's all done in Inter Miami pink. Uh, it this does seem like it's a very class event. You know, it's 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 funny because you look at yeah. them to go down to Concacaf squad for El Salvador and a week later being treated to saudi arabia so it's 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 an interesting salvador there it is again mike shitting all over you this guy every it's not time as cool. hold on let me get both for this this is a, a good comment it's not as cool as the iron maiden plane that's true mm. uh but i don't think if i was the passenger i'd rather be on the custom a340 just yeah i mean it's true they could have wrapped it in like inner miami that would have been pretty cool but here we are. It was it was pretty awesome. I just I just I just saw that and I'm like, man, I'm trying to figure out what kind of plane it is because again, they they have they do not travel domestically all that well. even with Messi, it was not impressive travel. And now all of a sudden, Saudi Arabia hooked them up. So uh it does look like that the the event they're going to is definitely going to be a world class affair. I've loved the pictures. I know uh Noah Allen on his Instagram was posting some great pictures today. Uh you know, Gressel, as, as someone just commented, posted some some great pictures. Uh, it's it's interesting. So I'm happy for the boys. You know, I think a lot of us have been worried about it's a it's a very tough packed preseason, but it looks like it's a fun event, and, and I'm sure they're enjoying this. Is because frankly, it is for the majority of these players, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, I yeah, I would probably guess anybody except for Messi. This is probably a once in a lifetime thing. Even him, I don't think he's played in Saudi Arabia before, so. For Messi, for Messi, it's a Monday, but for the rest of the team, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm, I don't know about that, but sure, <laughs> whatever you say, Mike. Um, but yeah, so let's let's get into it because we got two games coming up this week. First of which is tomorrow at one p.m. Eastern. Um, so you know, uh, if you all are working like like I know Mike and I are, why don't you guys try and? You're gonna have to try and hide that phone and and watch it live, because um, you know this is middle of the day type of thing. So it feels almost like Champions League or something, you know, um, getting to see it in the middle of the day. But first game is against Al Halil, um, one of the stronger Saudi sides. Um, obviously, Al Nasser, who we'll get into next, is is definitely the stronger of the two opponents. Um, when you're looking at their roster overall. But some really, really class players we're going to be going up against. Ruben Neves, um, Mitrovic, uh, and Koulibaly are, are just three of the guys that we're going to see 
Uh, potentially, I think Koulibaly is still with Senegal because they're still in AFCON. But, um, you know, it, it should be a really interesting game. Um, I I have not watched any Saudi teams play very much. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how we match up against them. But on paper, I think this is the game that I would expect to be I don't want to say winnable, but um, probably pretty close to that. I had a um, I think dream we have the last best night. chance in this one. I had a dream last night we win this match one nothing. I don't know that's going to come true, but in my dream we did win this one nothing with a messy goal. So well, I, I don't possible. know if that, means. that would be good. It would be good. Um, and you know it's unfortunate. I I would guess I don't know. He might be there. Neymar, this is Neymar's team. Um, but as, as everybody knows, he's out for the year injured. I don't know if he'll be in attendance because, um, you know, him, Suarez, Busquets, Messi, they're all pretty close. So it'd be interesting to see if we do see him make an appearance. Um, but we'll uh, we'll see. So, so I think this is interesting, kind of getting into Mike V's comment. I mean, Mike V just said, uh, all for enjoying, but what about getting the actual preseason? Listen, I think getting getting playing time in an actual match at full speed is the best practice you can get. Uh, I think this is a facility that looks like, it looks to me at least based on my eye, first-rate facility, first-rate turf. You know, this is, I'd rather, you know, I want them to get this experience, but at the same time doing so in probably the safer way possible. So I think that that's kind of covered with this type of match. I we I think we said this in the last episode. I don't think the opponents are taking this game too too seriously. It is a friendly. It's an MLS squad. The Saudi league clearly thinks it's better than MLS. And frankly, when you compare the rosters, you can't really argue that. Uh, so I, I well, think this is when you compare the rosters to like just the top couple teams. Because it's only the teams that have really been taken over by the Saudi um, PIF that 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 are top class. The yeah, rest that's all, of the that's all matters. Not... That's that's who that's that's the Saudi league, right? That's their top class league. And frankly, it's the same as like Ligun. Ligun has three or four teams that you actually know the names of. Maybe not even that many, but that's what makes their league. Uh, this is a good team on paper. I just think they think they're better than us. And frankly, like I said, I, they are. So I don't see them coming in here in a dangerous perspective. Uh, that makes us dangerous, obviously. Like, that's how you sneak up. And this is this is the winnable game, right? The second game, especially for an auto place, which doesn't sound like he will, but if he does, the second game is not as winnable. But this is the, the more winnable of the two. So I think there's a good chance. I do think this is a good, like, a good experiment for our players. And again, going back to what we said last week, we want Suarez and Messi to finally get on the same page. It needs to happen this week or next week. Well, so, and you said for them to get on the same page, I think Messi and Suarez are on the same page. Um, I think they're just a hair off. Well, that, that's what, what I mean. Seen. Like, I, we got to get on back. the same page, though. You got to get on off the hair, right? Like, you got to get to the yeah. point where the ball. Is leaving Messi's foot and it's finding Suarez's foot. Like that's what I mean by same page. They think the same. I mean that's what comes from years of playing together, but their yeah. timing isn't there yet. And so this is a game where you can start seeing that. And it frankly, 
could be a lot of fun. Like these next two games could be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I will definitely, I mean, my boss subscribes to the show, so I probably shouldn't say this, but I will definitely be watching this game because I think it's going to be an enjoyable match to watch. Yeah, I, I will probably be watching a replay um, only because it's Monday and Mondays are when everybody wants to meet. So um, we're going to get into a bit, we'll get into a little bit later, but this is an especially bad Monday for inner Miami fans because it's going to be real tough to go to work, but we'll cover the second reason why besides the 1 PM game in a few minutes in a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So the next, next up is our, uh, our next game against Al Nasser, um, which, you know, I could put the whole roster up there, but I didn't because really the only reason this game was scheduled is for one reason and it's Messi versus Ronaldo. Um, I don't, uh, from what I've been hearing, probably not going to get the rematch that we want. Um, but there are some other good players on Al Nasser. Um, they're probably the most stacked team um, in the Saudi league. They've got Sadio Mane, uh, Laporta, David Ospina in goal, and Alex Tellez as well. I think they're, uh, they're a very good team um, on paper. Uh, the results on the field haven't been there. Um, I know there's a lot of criticism last year because even with Ronaldo, uh, they were unable to win the league. Um, but, uh, you know, I think this is the tougher task is, is to come out against them and try and try and win this game. Um, you know, it, it, it'll be a tough one. Um, you know, it's it. But I do think just like in the last game, like I, I would expect us to be very competitive against Al-Halal, but Al-Nasser, I'm thinking we remain competitive. I don't think they blow us out, but I think we 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 can hold our own against them. So, so as I'm sitting here listening, I don't see how we don't see Ronaldo. Like I am thinking there is someone walking up to Ronaldo's house door right now with a bag full of cash saying, you will play. <laughs> like this is what we pay. This is the reason we sent that A340 to America was we want to see the, the last dance, hence the name of this week's show, between Messi and Ronaldo. So I do think we'll see it. Like that's pretty – Ronaldo's at a point in his career where he's not really playing for trophies anymore. It's just reality. and this is what everyone paid to watch. Like if he gets injured, let's just say this is his last game ever. I don't think that's the end of anyone's world. So maybe, maybe Joe Kerr's, I know he'll, he'll always be a Ronaldo fan, but like, I, I think we'll see him play. I agree with everything else he said though. Like this is the harder of the two matches. Uh, I'm going to put you under the gun first. What are your two scores? And we were way off by the way, last time we did this, but what are the two scores you're thinking in your head? Uh, and then I want um, to go back to last week's question of scoring goals. But let's start with what do you think mm-hmm. on the scores? Um, Al Hilal, I think we we probably I'd say two one us, and Al Nasser, I'll say I'll say two one them. I don't think either one's going to be like a high scoring affair, but I think in each game both teams score and. Um, you know, I, I think they stay competitive. What are your your predictions? So I think the first game, I think it's like 1-3 them. I'm, I'm not going to be very positive coming into these games. I think we're going to lose. I think we'll see our first goal 
of this team in the first game. Uh, I think it'll be a messy goal or a Suarez goal. One of the two of them, one of the big four is going to step up. Uh, I do think the first game is ahead. It's the most winnable game, but I don't think we're going to win. Depending on who's playing in the second game, I could see it getting ugly. Uh, you know, Ronaldo has a point to prove somewhat. I, I don't know how much him and Messi really care about the GOAT debate. Like, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But there is a secondary thing of Messi spurned Saudi, Messi and Ronaldo. I could see this being this being their premier club. They just try to lay into us. And when you look at how we're set up to play, which is we're, our goal is to score more goals than their team. doesn't matter how many they score on us. I just... I just don't. I just see us being very leaky in the second game. Now, a couple of things I want to throw out. I think we see Frere in the first game. I said this last week. I still very much think it. I think he will play some minutes. I don't know if he starts the first game, but he will be getting game minutes. I think he starts the second game, and I think the second game we start to see what our final team is going to look like. I think we'll stop the experimentation as much, and this will be Tata's first attempt at what the team looks like again we may get beat up in this game but i'm okay with that if we start looking at and the second thing is might be on third now we better score goals like i don't care how good this team is this is the game we got to start scoring goals we cannot get blanked in the next two games like if we get blanked the next two games something's seriously wrong with this team and the formations and something because at some point you can't go four games and not score a single goal and yeah, I'm, I'm reopening this debate because you just can't. I'm not saying we have to win, but we got to score a goal, maybe more. Oh, I agree that we should score at least one goal in this trip, but um, you know, you you just want you just want Tata to go back to the drawing board. That's what I, it is. I, I don't listen. Me wanting him to go back to the drawing board doesn't help me, right? I'm a huge Inter Miami fan. I, I want this I to am work. A big. I I have a theory. I think you have stock in Expo, the markers, the dry erase markers, and I think you just want Tata to burn through them. So that's your best take of the night because I, I should buy some stock, maybe in Staples too, where I buy them all from. Uh, yeah. But I, I, you can't not score in these two games and and be okay with this. Like we have to score. I'm still frustrated. It's we haven't season, Mike. I don't it's you know that I don't care. This we have the four. El Salvador, as you said, the Tampa Bay Rowdies are better than El Salvador. That was your words, I think, not mine. And we didn't score. Then we um, went to Dallas. It was reversed. Oh, those might have been my words. I said El Salvador was better than the Rowdies. But that's actually not true. Uh, it, Dallas. It, it actually is. Dallas, again, we didn't score on. So I need to see a ball on the back of the net. You know, I know you're already on the fire Tata train, which is funny because I'm not. But let me tell you, I'm jumping on that train. To be fair, though, and, and, and for those people who don't know me, I've been on that train since he was appointed. I I don't, I I don't care for Tata. I I don't, I don't, I I I don't get the hype. I know why you have to have a manager like him to to. You need somebody with that clout to like motivate Messi. But I think there are a lot better coaches in MLS alone that we could have gone out and gotten. And so th that's why Mike says I'm, I've been on the fire Tata train. Like I'm not going out there every week and saying, Oh yeah, he needs to go. He needs to go. But I I'm, I'm not a fan. And you know, if he pr wins everything and proves me wrong, that's great. Um, you know, it's not something where I won't support the team, but 
yeah. I, I, I got to call it Joe here. He's he, clearly him and I are thinking the same. A lot of eyes. Joe said a lot of eyes in this game. We need some highlights. We do. And those highlights need to be us scoring goals, not pretty passes and missed opportunities. I also want to call out Mike V again. Uh, so Mike V's predictions, 1-0 Miami loses to Al-Halal. Uh, Al-Nassar wins 4-2. So I think those are that's a little bold. I think you said earlier one of us is going to be Miss Cleo, so we're going to see how that one goes, but appreciate the predictions. Uh, Ash has a great comment here. Uh, two great goalkeeper performances in the first two games, and I have to completely agree. Uh, Dos Santos played fantastic. You know, here he starts with the, with the uh, first team and has a shutout. And then Drake's Drake's played great in the second game. Uh, the first goal just got by him. I think it was a down to his right. He just kind of didn't get there. Uh, but another, you know, one... Anytime a team loses, like only has one goal scored against them, I'm a big believer that was a winnable game. The problem is if you know, if you score no goals, it's hard to win, even if it's preseason. Yeah. So Tata, get back to the drawing board. Mike, Mike is ready to go in full panic mode. If we don't score by one oh, 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 tomorrow, yeah. no, no, I'm giving you two games. I'm giving two games. But if by I think one o'clock, if uh, would that be three o'clock on Thursday? We've gone four games and are sitting on a goose egg. That show, whether we do a Thursday night or Friday, I will be in full panic mode and saying, what the hell? As you have I to. Hope, I hope we don't score because I want everybody to see what I see behind the scenes. What's happening. I, Mike is very listen, calm here. This is not the real Mike. My Twitter, my Twitter, <laughs> my personal M long in Twitter is a, a reflection. I'll put my Twitter handle back up there. It is a reflection of me. And it'll start looking very panicky, and because we we've got a score, you know, we're paying, you know, fifty million plus friends to score goals, not for great defense, and and so I want to see a goal. You know, when we show up there on February twenty first, I would like to know there's some goals in the bank. The bank accounts of a couple of these players have opened up in preseason, so they're ready for preseason the- goals. Don't count in stats, Mike. I, I don't care if they don't count. At least Just so they, you know, they, I know they don't. But I want to see that they they have like the pseudo account, like the the junior. That's like account. opening a bank account with Monopoly money. Fine, it doesn't count. Doesn't matter. It still matters. Listen, I, you come over play Monopoly at my house, and you're gonna see how much Monopoly matter money matters in my house. Mm. Lives will well, are lost and and suspect in my house when we play Monopoly. Well, yeah, something to look forward to there. <laughs> Preseason monopoly at the Longin household. Hey, you said it last show. If we don't score in these next two games, even you would have concerns. I have. Yeah. We have recording, and I think you made a short of it. Yeah. No, I, I said I think we should score two goals in this the, these next We're two fine. games. So, so then let's let's have this again. If but we I also get blanked, said it's preseason. If we, get, if we get blanked in the in the next two games, are you concerned? By the way, and that if you're if you're listening, there's a there lot of things that go into that. If, if tell me if you're concerned in the comments, if you're concerned if we don't score the next two games, let's let's get a little like live action kind of comment poll as to what's going on. So so Branson, while we give our, our listeners a little second, are you not concerned if we don't score in the next two games? Um, I think concern starts to creep in, but I don't think you're you're, you're you need to go into full panic mode. And I think there's a lot that goes into it too. Like we have to see what the lineups are that are played because you seem to think Tata's going to run out like a very close to, to full squad for at least the Al Nasser game. 
And I kind of don't think that. Um, I think he's still going to just kind of be rotating guys in. We're not going to see a full-strength squad going for very long together. We might see them for, I don't know, 45 minutes, 60 minutes maybe. But, um, you know, it, it takes time. And so it depends. Like, there's more than scoring that concerns me, right? Like, if we're getting in scoring positions against Al Nasser, and let's just say Suarez is nailing the woodwork, and he he hits, like, four right off the crossbar, at that point, am I saying, like, oh, it's, t- it's, it's a panic? Like, oh, no, no, no. I'm saying he's a hair off. It's preseason. Why do we have to keep bringing up Urian Klopp, man? I, I didn't even bring him up this time. You know, one of our viewers <sighs> no, but brought you up put the comment up there. So, so Joker again. Franson is just oh. mostly known from the Klopp news. Uh, I get your point I'm that if, if Suarez is hitting the woodwork, you know maybe you should yeah. be nervous. But look at what Suarez did in the Brazil League last year. He wasn't hitting the woodwork. So again, I think you have to be concerned if we're not scoring. But- Jeffrey Poole, zero goals. Hold on, hold on. Let me post Jeffrey. We haven't no, comments no, no. on him yet. Because zero goals in four games. Yeah, I'd be concerned. That's what I'm saying. You're going to be concerned. But what if I'm saying scored. is, you can't say like you can't say zero goals in four games, and now I'm going to hit the panic button. Or I'm going to be concerned because what if you start seeing momentum building and you start seeing us getting in better attacking positions? Because to be frank, the first two games. We were not in very many high high chance high chance places, so we need to have our players like if we're in good, we're creating quality chances. Then I'm okay with with Listen, potentially not scoring. There, there was a game. There was a game. I forget who was in it. Like two months ago, they had like forty five shots, twenty on goal, yeah. and they only scored two goals. If that happens, I'm fine with it. Right? Like I can right. go. Okay, that's bad luck. That's but that's such an outlier moment, like for that to happen. Reality is going to be. Well, I'm trying to think this. We want sh- give me shots. Give me enough shots yeah. that I'm not stressful. That I'm not stressed out. Like we haven't and, seen and that. It yet. Needs We're to be not high seeing quality shots. shots. Like you have to be working the keeper. Like if one of the keepers goes off and has like the game of his life, like and we don't score, I'm not going to freak out like there's a lot of factors that go into it then then just saying in, like oh the score normal, line is going to make me nervous in normal circumstances where a caper doesn't have the game of his life and we don't put 41 shots up and only you know score two that's where you get nervous so i think you're over qualifying this the other piece i want to say real quick is when we're, we're putting out lineups right now tata is absolutely experimenting but eight of those players are starters Nine of those players yeah. are starters. So it's not like we don't have our st- our real starters on the pitch for the first 60 minutes. It, it's not like, okay, we're just running out 11 new guys. The big four are playing together. The expected back five, kind of before Freire came in, we're playing together. Now we're got with Freire, give him a game or two. We are going to see the expected back five play. So the midfield and the left wing are kind of the open question marks right now. Yeah, but so I don't think we know what the back five is going to look like. I think we you're do. very confident that I think Alba and Freire are the only two locks. I don't think we uh, know who the Toto other center is, backs are going to be. Toto is absolutely a lock. Absolutely. We'll see. We'll Short see, of it, I don't. I don't want to say that out loud, but I, yeah, I, I would say place, that. But I would 
you could we can cut another short of this. Toto will be our starting center back. Frere's our starting center back. I'll give you. He should be. He should absolutely be. But I, I also don't think we know what we're doing on right back. That's fair. I, Gressel is the intended right back. With Kamaski going down, maybe you're making an argument, but I will tell you that Gressel uh, needs to be the right back. He does. Like though, though, come on, let's let me take a step back and actually breathe. Yedlin looked good as a right wing back against Dallas. Like he was I'm, making those runs. I'm, yeah. He was making very effective runs in there. My problem is Gressel did not look good as a midfielder. Right. And I don't think I think we have enough options in the midfield, even with Kramoski going down, then I, I don't think we need that we need to panic there. So um, so Mike V put up Alba, Friere, Toto, Yedlin, Gressel. I still think it's Alba, uh, my boy. What's my boy's name? I can't think of my boy's name. Alan. Right Alba, Allen, Toto, Freire, and Gressel with uh, Toto on the left side, uh, right center back. Yeah, Freire's I think you have Freire anchoring. in the middle. Yeah, I have Freire yeah. Uh, anchoring and Yedlin as as a uh, backup. But I, Mike, I'm, I'm in the same kind of page with you, right? Like that's roughly. It's a question of is Allen starting or Yedlin? I just don't think Yedlin is a very good center back. He wants to be a wing at this point in his career. He wants to be much more attacking. He doesn't want to stay home, especially in a three-five-two where you have to stay home. He just doesn't do it. Yeah, Mike, I he, mean, Allen will definitely not start. Are you saying forever or like first game? Because I can promise you, sometime throughout this season, Allen will be a starting center back the way that Tata wants to run this defense or this fill lineup. I, I don't know. I, I think I think if Allen's starting at center back, I think it's probably more because we lack depth at center back than it is that yeah. that that's where he's going to that's where he's best because I don't I don't think I don't think he's best as a center back. I think he does a good job. I, I but, agree. But you know, I don't is, I wouldn't pencil him in as a starter. I, so so agree with Joe Kerr here. Tata really seems to like Allen. I agree with that statement. The second one is there's a lot to like about Allen. Uh, I'm not saying that there's not. I just I think he's better as a back. I agreed, but I I think my back. point I want well, the point I want to make is I don't think we have three starting center backs right. Right, we have Freire, we have Toto. The third if if Tata wants to run this three five two or three two five two or whatever we are running, not three two five two three. Well, you know what I mean. You need a third capable mission capable center back, and we just don't have it. And I think if you look at who we have, and look at the biases we think we're seeing, which I don't think he likes McVeigh. I don't think he likes Sailor. I don't think he thinks Sergey is fast enough that we didn't see him start, but I just don't think he thinks so. The the guy who kind of sticks in there is Allen or Yedlin. Today. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. I we'll see. We'll see what happens in this trip. I think I think Sailor would be a better option than than Allen at center back. Um, I still think McVeigh can contribute very well as a center back. I, I don't know why Tata doesn't rate him. And so that's the interesting thing, right? I, I actually agree with wild. These right? Like McVeigh, who played left back for an entire season, can't isn't played our starting every game. And every game he was he was Mr. Iron Man is not our, our go-to starting left center back. That doesn't compute. Like there's there's either a Tata McVeigh issue or McVeigh's not in form. And, and and apparently wasn't all last season because remember Noah Allen started a left center back in multiple games last season. So there is an issue there that that I mean, this isn't like uh like Barcelona where every issue makes the front page. Like our our 
Michelle Kaufman does a great job, but I don't know if she gets all that details. But I think there's an issue with Tata and McVeigh and Tata and Sailor. Yeah, I mean it's highly possible. I I just if if that's the case, um, that's just another reason why I I think I'm not a Tata fan. Like, how do you have McVeigh there and you're just like, nope, I'm not going to use him. I don't like him. Um, Remember, just throwing this out there, it's not just Tata's team. You know, you've got Messi, you've got Suarez, you've got Busquets and Alba. All of them, I am sure, have an impact on our starting lineup. And and I oh, think and you that's can say, why... I think like you're going to say, like as a coach, you shouldn't be just listening to the, your your star players. But there is a reality to this team that Messi is make is making but a see, lot of decisions. That this the is what I have a problem with then, because you brought Tata in and you brought. They brought him in because he was the guy who could tell Messi, like, hey, this is what's going to happen. Like, I managed him before. I We can do this, and I'll, I'll do this. And that's why you brought him in, because he has the clout. If he doesn't have the clout, then get him out of here. Get somebody else that'll just do what Messi wants or somebody who's better tactically. I, and that's and that's the question of who. So, wait, yeah. like, what's not – again, I know you want to throw Tots out yet. Zavi is, Zavi is next head coach. I don't want to say that can't happen because because at this point, who knows? Who? Like, oh, I got to show it. <laughs> Zavi, Might as Zavi well. Nice we're coach. bringing every, right? like, We're bringing all the Barca has-beens. Might as well bring him, too. That, like, I wanted to immediately discount that, and then I kind of had a moment going, why not? I mean, we've got, we've got I think his name is Zavi, in our back office. That He was one of the guys instrumental that bringing the Barcelona game to Drive Pink. There's a lot of connections. Yeah, but there, he's so. on the finance side and the no, but there's, connect, stuff. there's like, connections. Not just Messi. Like everyone thinks Messi is the big connection, but there's other connections between the two clubs. That's a really speculative statement to even think that could happen. But I, not, not, I a couple years ago, a lot of us didn't believe Messi was coming, and, and look who's look who we're discussing. Yeah, we could be talking about Ben Sweat and. Don't do that. Don't go to Ben Sweat. You really want? I was going to say like, somebody else, but no, but, uh, Ben Sweat was my Jim least favorite player. Did not appreciate ever. that. So, right, so moving on to our, our next topic, the kit news. So we've got a couple couple kit pictures here for you. The first one on the right is the actual Inter Miami, New Jersey. Let's see if I can oh, make this work. There's the big reveal. We got the. I've got. The new kit for I'll see. I've got my my Suarez kit. Very nice. Rocking it. Bought it. Bought it the day it got announced. And uh, there's the picture he took of it. Yeah, there's the, the picture rack. I took. Went to the team store the day it was announced. Picked one up. Definitely interesting to go to the stadium on a random weekday and there's like 50 or 60 people in the parking lot because they're all trying to get a picture of Messi. And now that we know, I don't know if if everyone saw that that video on YouTube and uh, TikTok uh, and Instagram of the of Messi signing. A, a jersey oh, yeah. in 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 his car. So apparently, just showing up the stadium might not be the worst idea ever. But uh, yeah, Rocket. I think it looks so much better. I it's so much better than next BTO. It is just La Noche. Yeah. All we do is change the front thing. Uh, I like this kit and so much more now. Our Joker went ahead and he fixed it for us. He fixed <sighs> the kit for Mike. So he so everyone should Royal know. Caribbean. I am a giant the Disney, Disney Cruise fan. logo. I was on the Disney Cruise uh, last weekend. I love the Disney Cruise kit logo. Like, 
Joker made this. Uh, huge shout out to Joker. He sent me this, and I'm like, how do I make this kit? I actually debated trying to buy a blank kit uh, and having someone put this on it just so I could walk around with it because it cracked me up. Uh, there's only one Mickey Mouse Club. And suck ass. So keep on forgetting I got to show this when I, when I start talking them out loud. But uh, there is only one Mickey Mouse Club, and they play in Intern Coast Stadium, so it's only fair that we put you know Mickey Mouse on our jersey at some point. So uh, getting – Getting on to t- off the kit for a second, I will say, hold on, I am rocking the pink the pink jacket, so everyone can see it. I love this jacket. It is again not a jacket in my opinion because it cannot be worn outside so jacket, in the beginning inclement weather. The definition of a jacket is just that it has a full zip. That's I don't it. know where you came up with that definition. Fine, that's fine. That's I like this jacket. So so it's got the pocket up here. You can easily put with my cell phone. I can put my cell phone right into it. Fits nicely. Uh, I think going back to the other Adidas logo is stupid. I loved the new Adidas logo. It was just the three lines without Adidas. Uh, I, I don't like that we went back to it. The pockets down low also have zippers. So for a, a cool weather night, so we're going to hit in the 40s uh, Tuesday here in Miami. This is a perfect jacket to wear out. Like I really like this jacket. Uh, super excited with it. Now, we're going to try one more thing. I got the new team shorts. So I told our friends at Battered Herons, I will show this off. And quite frankly, I told them I shaved my legs for this. So we're going to attempt it. I'm not a fan of these shorts, but I, let's see if we can get it down low enough. He absolutely is, Mike V. Not a fan of these shorts, because mostly because they don't have zippers on the pockets. Last year's shorts had pocket zippers that were so much better. They were great to travel with. These ones are just kind of comfy cotton shorts. For the money, not a big fan of it. So we are getting into fashion accessorizing here at the Inner Miami Show, and I'm totally jumping on it. But Ooh. I want to see Cat like give the people what they want, Mike. Ooh, there it is. Showing the tattoo. Love so, it. Steve, for you, show the, show the calves. Oh, why does that look so bad? There we go. Sorry, sorry. Not professional. I'm changing all this. Uh, I want to throw something out there. Uh, so right now, there's about 10 people that have been watching the show on and off. Uh, I don't know how many people will listen to this before 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, but we've been hearing rumors the new kit will be out tomorrow. I have no confirmation of this. No one from the club has told us this. But it's been something that's been rumored. So I'm saying this. I'm going to be at the stadium store at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. I'm going to be there with Inner Miami Show stickers and a few Green Lots gang stickers as well. If you bump into me, hopefully, first in line to get myself a new kit. Hopefully not that I'm just sitting there for no reason. And that explains to my boss why I showed up late. So uh, it's a rumor. I cannot say enough how it's it, we've just been a rumor. We got, we got told this by somebody who heard it from somebody else. But... Uh, I will be at the stadium store tomorrow at 10. I've heard there's a few people that I know that might also be doing the same thing. So sticking it out there for the people who watch the show. Thank you for watching, especially to uh, let's call this out by the way. San Francisco won 34-31. So I got my winning uh, NFC team. But uh, yeah, that is a rumor that uh, I am broadcasting out there. And hopefully does not get me in trouble with anybody else. Yeah. Um, so 
I think that makes a ton of sense, honestly. I think we probably see the pink kit used. If they're going to unveil it this week and put it out for sale, I think we probably see it used in the uh, the Saudi Arabia games. Um, you know, the yellow versus pink matchup for the Al Nasser game would be pretty cool. And the yellow versus, uh, I, I believe it's blue for Al Halal. So would be yeah. a, a cool cool matchup as well. So if you think we'll about see. the international views, especially for the, the game later in the week, I, I this is the time to show off this kit. What's really interesting to me, and now we're getting to again speculation. Uh there was a major leak. EAFC 24 leaked uh I think 18 team kits accidentally this week. Intermind wasn't part of them. And so it's kind of where I go like I'm going to be at the stadium store tomorrow, but I'm not really sure it's happening because I feel like if the, the if our kit was going to be released Monday, it would have been in that leak. It would have showed up. Uh, so I just kind of think it's funny. It's kind of interesting. But I agree with you. If you're going to play this, if you're going to wear a kit in any match, that's the one to wear it in. Yeah. I mean, the EA thing was weird. Um, you know, the jerseys, I don't know on the cards you, you basically know what it looks like but um you know we'll see i don't i don't know i i thought it was kind of odd well i as someone happened. in the software industry like these kind of leaks can happen and you know those, well, those... i thought it was odd that those were the teams that got le- leaked yeah i that thought was if odd. it was like if it was like an intentional hack or something i'm like where was our kit and that's that's where i kind of think the whole thing is odd Mike V saying, screwed up is what it seems like. Yeah, Mike V saying EA leak was staged. That actually makes sense, right? Like they didn't show the yeah. one kid everyone wants to see because they were holding off on that. I also would have expected us to announce a new kit and then it goes on sale a couple days later. So that's what I'm saying. Like I've been told a couple times tomorrow's the day, but I don't know if I believe it. But I'm also gonna take a shot at it because I got oh. I, I like to be first to get the kit for for us, you our viewers. If I am, if it is come out, like you'll see it at 10.02 tomorrow because I'll put every picture I can on Twitter and we will unwrap, not unbox, we will unwrap the jersey on a video for our Instagram and YouTube feeds. Or you could just put it in a box. Ooh. Ooh. And then we could go to unboxing. I'm going to bring a box with me. Your old season ticket holder box. I know you still have it. I don't, (laughs) but my son TJ does. That would be hilarious. That's... Yeah. That's hell fun. yeah! That's a good idea. Content created right before your eyes, live. <laughs> I so so. It's it's pink. So Steve, our friend Steve, saying new kid's name El Salmon. It's pink. It's not salmon. I'm colorblind, and I, I've I'm not gonna say I've seen it, but maybe I've seen side part of it. Uh, it's it's definitely pink. It's not this pink. Yeah. It's a little different. I don't pink. know what they're gonna name it though. That's a good question. El Vertico. What's 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 vertical in Spanish? El Vertico? Hmm. Post a picture. Yeah, that would you... be a letdown. <laughs> Mike V, post a picture if you get the kit, add one of your calves. Okay. So so this is this is my this is my start of my OnlyFans career. Actually, no, my feet finder career, except it's to be calf finder. I'm in. Start start go. sending donations. I could use the money. El vertical. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 my bad Spanish is, is, is great. El vertical it is. All right. So, uh, that's what I think is we call it. El vertical. Yeah. I think it's going to be called El trash. Cause it's a horrible Jersey. Absolutely I'm, horrible. 
I like I've said it before. I've said it, and I've I've never seen the kit beyond all the mock-ups and and leaks. I think it's going to look awesome. Uh, I will say it's going to inspire me to lose weight because I feel with a vertical kit, you don't want it to come out when like one logo is way in front of another logo. Like you want a straight Ooh. shot. So, oh Patrick, man, Mike, Mike V's got the jokes tonight. New kid equal L Patrick from SpongeBob. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this kit. Uh, I think it's going to look really good, and I can't wait to get. I hopefully, hopefully by tomorrow, by about ten ten in the morning, I will have a copy of this kit. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, you will not see me at the team store lining up to buy that thing. Um, I will probably just, I don't know, who knows when I'll get it. I, I want just want to go get my Suarez kit. El Noche. Maybe, maybe, El Noche. maybe I'll do something for you as a, as a present. I'll pick one up for you. I. Uh, uh, I don't want. I, to I can't miss. Money. I can't miss this much work I don't tomorrow. Think I'll so, this, wear it. so this is my problem: is I really can't miss a ton of work, and we have the game on at one. I am planning basically to work drive before work to get to the stadium, and just work from the parking lot for a while, and then cross my fingers that this all worked out. Oh, speaking of parking lots and exciting things, no, we're not going to have Mike uh, count parking spaces again. But we do have, uh, courtesy Alex Winley, we have some awesome photos of um, MFP and the progress that's being done there. So she yeah. was kind enough to let us uh, let us share these, and, and her handle is there. If you're not following Alex already, uh, I don't know what you're doing listening to us. Uh, she's one of the OGs. She's absolutely fantastic, just like Michelle and just like, you know, everybody in the community. So uh, definitely give her a follow. But yeah, we're, we're seeing a lot of progress there and what looks like to be a uh, an outline of where MFP is actually going to be. Yeah, I'm excited for this. And again, first off, let's, Alex is the OG. Uh, really appreciate her letting us. She posted these on Twitter and she let us post the news of the month show. It's the start of a stadium, right? Like I'm. We haven't really had the MFP conversation on this on the show. I am not looking forward to going to Miami. I am based in in West Broward. I the commute, funny enough, like distance wise, is almost the same between the two stadiums. But I can't imagine driving to Miami on a weekday like that is going to be hell on earth. Uh, but this is a new stadium, and I'm, I am still excited that we're going to get a new stadium. Like it's it's I've been to three or four MLS stadiums now. I want that real stadium feel. I want to have somewhat of a roof over all of our heads. Uh, I, I'm ex- I'm like I don't want to be excited for this, but I am. And to see this traced out made it feel really real. And I think it's just great. It, it, we have the progress now. The question becomes: how f- how long does it take to go from this to a functioning stadium with parking lots? You don't need anything else in MFP, but you need a functioning stadium with parking lots or at least well, well maintained grass to park on, um, without gopher holes to trip in. So, uh, it doesn't feel like this is happening in under a calendar year. It actually feels like we're probably still two years out. Uh, but that's again, speculation. I, I know nothing about building stadiums, so maybe it goes a lot faster. Yeah. I, I too don't, I have no clue. 
I don't know how long it takes to build a stadium. I'm just excited to see progress happening. Uh, and this is pretty quick after they um, they went ahead and, and actually started the decontamination and stuff like that. So this is exciting to see, um, you know, Mike is West Broward. I'm Northeast Broward. Um, so, you know, not, not going to be great commute wise, but I plan on taking the train um, and, and seeing how that experience is. And I'll find Mike. In, in a parking lot somewhere because I don't think there's going to be a lot of parking there. Yeah. So, so this is the problem with Broward. The train is out east. Like I could theoretically drive all the way down 595 to get to a Bright Line station and mm. take th- twice as long to commute, but it'd be at least more relaxing. Uh, you know, Steve did point out though, like, sorry guys, this will help me out. 20 minute drive for me. There's a lot of belief that if we build this stadium and post Messi when, when it's just the inner Miami fans left, we will need this to keep the stands filled, that it'll feel better in Miami than it will in Broward. I don't believe that because I think when you move to Miami, you do pull in some more of the South Miami people, but you lose all of West Palm beach, all of North Broward. And so I, I do think long-term, um, I think this is, I, you I, don't I don't lose all in North Broward. I think you lose a lot of North. That's Broward. a terrible take. No, no, you I don't. think you do. When it becomes an hour and a half commute on a weekday, you don't. I think you lose a lot. Maybe on a weekday, but that's about it. People are that's like they're still coming down on a Saturday. I I don't know. I don't think. I think. I think it's going to really hurt the team. I really do. I think this. I do believe this was the wrong location. I know we went through like ten. And it's funny. I was talking to Grant. I don't know if I was talking to you or some other people. I was so excited to get that stadium in the cruise port. And now I think about like how horrible the commute would have been if we had that dolphin stadium is still the best location for sports in South Florida. And I really had hoped we would find a location in that proximity because I think that makes it easy for everyone. Uh, Problem solved. Joe at it again. Hell yeah. Uh, So the problem is my private planes, a, uh, a seven, eight, seven. And I have, I have to park it at Miami international. So I can't like, commute from Weston to Miami international. It doesn't work for me. So good idea, Joe. And I appreciate the thought, but my plane is just too big to do that. It's, I wish I had one of those small little rinky dink planes that I could fly out of like Cooper city or something, but it just doesn't work. Yeah. I agree with Mike V it's, it's, it, you're making it out to be a lot worse than it is. I think it'll be fine. I'm planning That's- on going and I, you can't get any more North Broward than me. Like, and I plan on making the commute. I think, you know, we 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 know a ton of people who come up from Miami for games, so I don't know why people wouldn't do it the other way. But around. it's it's not about the people we know today. It's about well, I just shook my camera. Sorry about that. Uh, it's about all the people we don't know. Like, are they really going to come? And all I remind everyone is, the Marlins promised us if we build a stadium there, they will fill it every day, and they've never filled that stadium unless they're winning. And I'm you know, not to go too far down this, but. Like it shouldn't take a winning team to fill a stadium. The Dolphins show us that they can decently put fans in the stadium, even when they're mediocre. Like Miami's got the the Inter Miami has to learn to do that. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I think the Dolphins are really the only franchise uh, here that has consistently, for decades, filled their stadium or come close to it. Um, yeah, I, I could talk all day, Steve, about and you know this. I could talk all day about the Marlins. Uh but, but hold on, like 
Steve's comment is the Marlins situation difference. They burn bridges for years. We all remember the season ticket holders for Inter Miami tried to stage a revolt earlier this year, right? The bridges are being burned, have been burned here as well. So it's closer than you want to admit. Now, Marlins no, did it for a lot you, longer. There's a lot more time of burning Mike, bridges. You, you, you don't even know the situation with the Marlins. If you're talking about season ticket holders, it has nothing to do with fans. The the bridges that the Marlins burned. The it, fans are the ones we're talking about. They don't go to the games. That's not who burned the bridges, man. That's not who burned the bridges. Inter Miami rose season ticket prices. The Mi- Miami Marlins has tickets. Yeah, thank you, Steve. That's absolutely correct. By the way, I like That's that. Absolutely I fa- correct, <laughs> Branson. This is your day to like just pick at every single like. I think the first five episodes of the show, you've been like picking at my little points, but today was you, right? We got the Marlins, we've got uh, 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 Klopp. Like we are, we are going after you today. I I have allies in our viewers, and they are helping me out. Uh, I don't think they're helping you out. Steve's comment very clearly supports what I was just saying. Yeah, but Joe's helping you, me. More you don't know, like me. don't Mike talk V is about helping me, know, man. I love to talk. I have an, I have the Inter Miami show. I'm, I I love talking about <laughs> stuff. I don't know. This is what I do. Yeah. Well, the I Marlins made a career really of this. did a number on this this city, and you know, unfortunately, we are where we are. And you can find me on a different podcast talking about that. <laughs> um, and I'm sure we'll probably actually talk about it this week. So tune in. Uh, but you know, it's 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 exciting regardless to see a new stadium. Um, Dry Pink's felt like home since we've been there. But I want to know what it's like to to be in a fully soccer specific stadium, and we're taking our very first steps towards that, and it's exciting. It is. I went to Nashville for the finals. Uh, their stadium's beautiful. I was at LAFC Stadium last year. Gorgeous. Columbus Crew just built their new stadium. I went there in January of, of two years ago. Now they're all gorgeous, and I think that is really exciting. I think the game day experience is going to change, but being like you're going to want to be in that stadium more. Uh, and I think it'll yeah. be finally a stadium fit for what we're trying to build. So as much as I will, I, I don't want, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of torn because I don't want to do this commute, but I am really, really excited. Uh, real quick, as we're kind of, normally we do fan questions, but now we have a live show. The fan questions like are here, but I've, I've already realized it takes about 15 seconds to a minute to kind of get there. So for our viewers that are, are watching live right now, if you have any questions, like, Throw them at us, and we'll start answering questions now. Uh, then we can talk for a few more minutes to let the questions fill, and hopefully at least someone. Joker, just come up with any question just so I feel like we get something question. Uh, but It can be about uh, Mike's calves, uh, what he does to work out, if he waxes just, or shaves. I mean, So, so to yeah. answer those questions, I just got back. So I used to be a fairly competitive triathlete. I hadn't ridden a bike in two years. I just got back on the bike yesterday, so my calves are going to start looking better, so I'm very excited. Also, I shave. Uh, I use a woman's venus razor blade i've been using it for years uh i have found by the way all the shaving gels for your legs suck and just use soap so now you all know a lot more about me than you thought you'd know so congratulations all right so first question we've got there we go one over under compape total goals (laughs) steve have you listened to this show do you really want me going on about compape so why don't you go first knows uh i'm saying 10 10 goals yeah how many did he have last year? Eight? Nine? Mm, I don't remember. I 
I, I, I think the better question is, does Kampape have more goals this season than he did last season? And yes. I don't think he, I don't think he does. I, 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 I don't, does. I think you've got Suarez as a predominant starter. Suarez started like 50 games last year for, for his Brazilian team. I think he will be the embedded, the entrenched starter. Uh, I just don't see Kampape getting many chances. Honestly, Kampape's best chance is if we can make some kind of run in U.S. Open Cup because he'll probably play those games, kind of like he did three years ago. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna take the under, hands down on this one. Fifteen's a high number, you know. I love love me some Kampape. You know what? I believe in my boy. I'll say over because he's probably gonna play in a lot of like. I, if we're back in the Open Cup, because we haven't heard anything about that since U.S. soccer uh, bitch slapped the hell out of MLS. Um, we haven't heard it, but I would expect him to play in those games, probably play in a lot of games when Suarez is resting because Suarez is uh, you know, a little bit older, and the travel in the U.S. league is going to be a lot different for him, especially coming from Brazil and, and Europe. So I, I go over. All right, so I took the under, you took the over. So let's let's write that one down. Uh, let's make sure we make a little uh, clip of that. So next question. Why is Branton hating on Tata and supporting Goez? Have some effing respect. Branton, I believe this is for you. Oh, surprise, surprise. Listen, I do not think that Tata... I just don't... I just... Nothing he has done since he's been here has impressed me. Um, I, I He's just not... He's not a good tactician. I think he's using stale tactics that don't work in the league anymore. Um, he he very rarely puts our put our players in in position to to be successful unless their name was Messi. So I I have a lot of reasons why I'm not a Tata fan. I think this year he has to he has to show he can put people in the right positions to win win me over and to win, I think, a lot of fans over because I know I'm not the only one who feels like this. Gomez, I think, needs time. I, I am not ready to give up on a young player and say that he's garbage and he needs to go. I'm not that person. I, I, I think you have to give your youth time to adjust, and I think when you're asking somebody to come from a, uh, a foreign country, come to a foreign country, that he's never played in before in a league that's very different than the one he's coming from for uh, for Tata and for to play with Messi and stuff. I think you have to give him time and we'll see. Um, you know, we're ready to put, put uh, Toto in as a center back, but Toto was not good last year. He had glimpses, but so did Gomez. And so I think it's too early to write off a young player. So, so I want to just real quick, uh, as much as like teasing you about the Tata thing, uh, and I know I'm kind of show this one, uh, Mike V bring back Neville. I think he's not being serious. If you look at the statistics for MLS games only, so you remove the league's cup run, Neville, Tata wasn't much better than Neville, like by a few decimals of a percentage point. So I, I think there's some real truth that Tata really has to prove because remember Tata, if, if, even if we say that Messi and Alba were out, Tata had four players that he brought in specifically in our three U22s and Busquets playing everything and didn't do better than Neville. You know, in the last six games, I think he went two, two and two. Uh, his actual points per game was like, I think it was still under one or was just over one. Neville, I think it was like 0.9. So, 
he's got something to prove still. Uh, yeah. I think the whole thing that he, you know, he had, he has some improving with better players. So I think there's a lot of truth that like Tata has to prove himself. This is also where, you, you know, Francis, you want to give me crap about the whole go back to the drawing board. But I do think there's some your statements of his tactics are somewhat outdated. Even with better players, it's showing. So uh, yeah, but see, I the think Tata has to prove something. Is Tata won't go back to the drawing board. Tata will just keep running out the same tactics. He, he's not one to change. All He's right, not. moving on, moving on, because I knew we were at 70 minutes, so we've we got to go to sleep at some point. Uh, will Messi limit minutes the first Saudi games to really show up in the second? I think that's 100% dependent. I'm answering first, by the way, if you haven't noticed. Uh, I think that's 100% dependent on if Ronaldo plays. If Ronaldo's playing, you know, let's let's get into conspiracy theory. Messi is a Saudi Arabian ambassador. Ronaldo plays in Saudi Arabia. This is what they're paying to see. If yeah. if if Met, if Ronaldo's going to play, I absolutely think this is uh, this is going to happen. If Ronaldo's not, I think it's more about Tata experimenting and trying to figure out what he has for real play. Yeah, I I can totally see Messi playing just a, a little bit in the first game and saving it for the second game because uh, I, I think the second game is just it's a bigger occasion. Uh, it's probably the closest in this preseason that we're going to get to like full match competitiveness if Ronaldo plays. So yeah. All right. Uh, might be our last Sorry. question. Yeah. Might be this. Might be our last question. Maybe. Maybe we'll do. We got one more from Joe Kerr that you know. Maybe if I'm being mean, we'll post. Mm. Uh, Jeffrey Poole, of all the homegrowns, who has the best season? Branson, you wanna you wanna kick us off on that one? Uh, I think David Ruiz. I think I think he's gonna take the next step this year, and I think he'll probably have um, he'll probably have the best season of the homegrowns, uh, just because like he's the one who probably established himself the most last year, and has put himself in a position to be able to play a lot this year. Um, I would have said Kramaski had he not been injured for two to three months. If he wasn't going to be out, I would think that would be my pick. But I, I really think Ruiz is going to take the next step this year um, and just kind of cement himself as, if not the, the one of the starters in the midfield, like the first man off the bench. I agreed with you and then disagreed. And that's what I'm saying is I think it's Ruiz hands down, regardless what happens to Ben Ha. I think Ruiz is the most tactically flexible I'm not sure there's a position on the pitch that he couldn't be plugged into. And so I think that Tata is going to use that. Tata played him quite a bit last season. Uh, we saw him start the second game. So I believe the second game was kind of applying some lessons learned from the first game. And the fact that that Ruiz started was like, hey, all right, we started with Ben Ha. We saw what happened. Let's now let's do it with Ruiz. Uh, I do think it'll be telling the next two games if Ruiz starts in the midfield or not. Um, uh, sorry, I got distracted by my Mike V's comment here. Uh, but I, I do think it's Ruiz. I will throw out one kind of off-the-wall one. I don't know if Dos Santos is a homegrown, but if something happens mm. in the calendar... No, he doesn't if, count as a homegrown. Doesn't count as a homegrown. I was just say if if calendar... There was rumors at one point calendar was they were shopping calendar. If something were to happen to calendar... Uh, in a positive manner, let's only talk in a positive manner. Uh, I do think Dos Santos could really come out of the gate and prove that he's a pretty darn good keeper. Hey, I think it's possible. I think I think Dos Santos could be good. Dos Santos, 
uh, could be good, but we'll see. I saw oh, call Albert. Albert made the show. Here. Albert was flying without Wi-Fi. Told us he couldn't make the show, but he made it. So yep. uh, we really appreciate you coming and watching the yeah, show man. tonight. Uh, your and good news is your son did not make any comments that we need to backtrack. So so you, you did great. Everything you know, yeah. good for you. Uh, finally, last one, just to just put this up there. Who is the greatest USA player of all time, and why is it Pulisic? Brant, I think this is for you. It's not. It's not Pulisic. <laughs> His name is Landon Donovan. Look oh. him up. I don't know. I would have gone Tim Tim Howard, but just from that no. one that one that one fifteen or sixteen save game where he kept the team in it more than anyone else. Uh, Steve asking if we're gonna have guests on. Yes, we will. Yes. Uh, this is the first live show, and I don't think it's gone horribly. Feel free to kind of let us know and in, in Twitter and, and social later on if we totally screwed this up. Uh, but we definitely plan to have guests on. Uh, we're still kind of figuring things out. But look, man, Brandon, look at this. You've 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 got agreement with you finally, Landon Donovan. Mike, now you know what it feels like to be right. Oh, I, I'll, <sighs> I I always know that feeling. I, I I live in a permanent state of rightness. Yeah. Uh, Delusion. But yeah, we're definitely gonna have guests. Give us, you know, we yeah. have some, we've had some friends uh, of the of the show that we definitely will have on. We've already talked to them. There's some other yeah. uh, intermind podcasts that are that are friendly with us. So we want to have some of them on, and then eventually we do want to get some maybe not so nice guests on that you know can talk about their teams and things of that nature. So give us a little bit. We're trying to spin it up a little bit at a time, uh, but we're super excited, super excited to finally do this live show. Uh, been watching. I've been sitting also in. Twitter and watching, sorry, in uh, YouTube watching people jump on and jump off. Uh, but really appreciate you all number coming two. out and listening to us tonight. Dempsey's number Dempsey's number two. Mm, he might be three. I think Beasley might be two, in my opinion. There's, you know, we did make the World Cup uh, third place in the World Cup in 1932. So I think sometimes when we do these things, we, we forget there was there was players very, very, very long time ago. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard. Name it's hard. One to, person from that team. Oh, I can't. But I'm just saying they exist. I, I, yeah. I think Land, Landon Donovan is the best for a long time. Uh, it's, it's tough to. It's really tough to argue that one. As much yeah. as I was, I was giving crap. It's all right. You can be actually. Right too. Actually, to be fair, Joe's comment was, "Who's the greatest USA player of all time?" Not U.S. Men's National Team. So you can start talking about like Mia Hamm as a possible answer to this question as well. Mia Hamm definitely in that conversation. Um, I don't know. We could go on and on. I think yeah. I think when you go into the Mount Rushmore of U.S. soccer players, there's a lot more women on that list than there are men. Oh, hands and down. Deservedly so. Hands down. I mean, there's a lot deservedly more World Cup so. wins on that on the, the women's side than the men's side. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All uh, right. I th I think it's time to wrap this up. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, you know, if first live show is in the in the can. So if you liked it, let us know. Let us know what you guys would like to see us do different. If you didn't like it, um, if you missed out and you're listening to the recording, subscribe, hit the bell on YouTube. You'll get notified when we schedule things, when we go live. And, you know, we try to drop shorts throughout the week, uh, keep you guys engaged in between shows. And, yeah, just we appreciate you guys. And get by the way, we do at 50. We do have a Facebook page. Now, I want that. Music playing. I'm dropping off. Thank you all so much.